G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. My name is Tom Freer and your co-host is Josh Heathcote and today we're talking about managing technology, the path to managing technology in your business um, and really sort of going into that you don't know what you don't know aspect and what's potentially holding you back. So sit in, have a look. We're going for about half an hour today and would love to hear your feedback. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Workplace Hacks. We've got, uh, my name's Tom Free and we've got Josh Heathcote. And this week we're going to be talking about something. Something. There's Josh has come something. with some ideas. There's always something. I feel... Um, we're back in the office this week though. We are. We are. We're COVID friendly. We're COVID friendly. We're or is it COVID uh, safe? COVID safe. Uh, yeah, so many jargons getting thrown around. I tell you, what is interesting is sanitizer on everyone's desk. Um, alcohol wipes that are you could probably drink very alcoholy um, and yeah I think it's kind well, of that's good. been a, some big pivots for some of those um, distilleries they've gone yeah. from distilling gin to, to, to uh, making um, sanitizer yeah, yeah. well no I've got some at home I haven't tried to drink it it's but. uh it's gold it's uh, that just shows the innovation around business there's a great um, there's a great little uh, place just down the western suburbs who they were like a little bar and what they did is when they changed the rulings they set up as a drive through oh. so they changed their coffee shop very to a cool. drive through very cool because uh, they had this patch of dirt next to it and just pivoted and you're seeing that a lot just Lo- businesses oh, out yeah. there I've seen that um, down. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sure this computer doesn't turn off midway through. Yeah, our, let's not do that. Our podcast because this is doing the recording. Um, yeah, there's one down the road from our place, and it was a awesome little um, sort of bar and restaurant, all um, uh, all on tap. And yep. yeah, they obviously couldn't couldn't have people couldn't in there, so they flipped it super quick, got a cannery, and started canning their um, tap beer yep. and selling it yeah, yeah. is gold. Fantastic. Drinking too much beer, though, that's part of the problem. Well, you know, keeps COVID away, so they say. That's so they say. Um, so yeah. what are we on this week? Today, I wanted to have a chat about the fact that, and I've been seeing this a bit, there's been a big change, people have changed, and then people are coming back into their office environments in many ways. But we've noticed that sometimes what holds technology back is not necessarily technology and it's not necessarily uh, leadership but it's one or two people in an organization that have done it and looked after it and they hold on to it because it justifies their job yep. and it, it holds the rest of the organization back from really getting i suppose up to date with what's going on yep. um, moving with the times and I just wanted to have a chat about sort of what we've witnessed and also how people can maybe find ways around that because I know we've been brainstorming a lot around, you know, it, it should be inclusive and it's not necessarily about changing things but maybe talking about ideas and and coming in and assessing and then giving all the information to that person to empower them mm. to then drive and be that champion of change. But what, what I've found is you don't know what you don't know a lot of the time. Well, that's, yeah, that's across the board, whether it's technology or anything else. Mm. Um, but you're right. I think there's, particularly in those sort of mid-sized organisations that have grown and obviously adapted and they're, they're not big enough 
and there's no there's no value in having a dedicated IT person in those businesses, but normally someone has assumed that role. Yes. Just by nature of it. Yep. Um, they've assumed that role because they, they had an interest in it or they yep. could show a little bit of initiative. Yep. And then yep. that's that's been great. And it's got them to got that business to a point. Um, but there is always that point where they can only take them so far. Yeah. Um, and depending depending how how long the business has been going or how long they've been in that role, there becomes a level of uh, comfort from obviously the the business itself and the leadership team there, knowing well I've got this person sitting there yes. and I can call on them to do whatever I need when it's broken and, and get it fixed. Yep. But that's that's only a, a small portion of what technology is all about. Absolutely. Um, so the problem with having someone who's not fully divested into the technology and, and the, the strategy around it and what's coming up and next means they can't offer that that a level of value. Yeah. Um, and the business, exactly what you said, doesn't know what they don't know. Mm. So if that person's not bringing ideas forward, then the business isn't going to know it any, any better. Yes. Um, which then starts to hamstring them. So they get caught out, they get stuck behind. Um, but those those people in those roles, it's not that they're they're doing it out of um, spite or anything like that. No, it's, no, definitely not. It's purely a well. I've been put in this role. I've got to own. I've got to do what I can for this role. And there's an element of um, risk adverse for them to go. Well, if I'm not doing the role, what am I doing in the business? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's a real, real challenge because it's not about yeah. What What do you do? So yes. I don't know. There's no real easy way around it. But what we've certainly noticed in the past is is around it's exact again what you said is how do we empower those people um to hold on to the things that they should be doing in that role yeah yeah definitely um and that's critical because there are always things that you sh- you need to retain in-house yep it's and that comes down to business ip and process ip yes so <clears throat> those people um who have found themselves now looking after all of it I reckon in 90% of the cases, they first started looking after their main system, their main application, the ERP yep. application, the finance yep. application. Yeah, they own that. They, they own that, that and they know that and they were, yeah, they deployed it. Um, and now they're doing the rest of IT just because. Yep. <clears throat> but what they need to get back to, because where they add the, the highest amount of value to that business is looking after that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... That in itself is such a critical component of the job, mm. but I can in the, in the, and we've seen it as late in the last couple of weeks. Just some recent examples where we've been out to and had chat to people where they've they've had they've taken on the rest of IT to the neglect of that system. Yes, so yeah. they're not they're not only not getting the most out of the ERP system and the mm. finance system they've invested in, they're now not getting the most out of the technology in general because. They're, they're split across the two and yep. they don't know, they haven't got the time or the capacity or the, or the want to learn about the yep. rest of technology and um, cloud technology and how we get from here to there and, and all those sorts of things. So They've become a generalist. Yeah. And it's hard. It is very It's changing hard. every week. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I've sort of found is that you, you can try your best, but I know that even if we were just one-man band, we couldn't keep up with it. And we've got a, you know, we've got team a team here that are all studying technology all the time. Yeah. And 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 that's our that's our main game. Where for them they're doing uh, three six five, they're doing email, they're doing yeah. you know all, all over of the that, show. and then and then trying to really know it 
yeah. to the best of their ability. Yeah, yeah. So the I suppose the the thing around that is is that becomes a huge risk to the business. Mm. Um, so when that person goes on leave, what happens? Yeah, exactly. Because they do. They take leave. They take holidays. They have to, yeah. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. Yep. So now they're away. Yep. Well, what happens? Yeah. So do you just stop? What if there's a problem with the ERP or the IT or whatever? What what happens there? So yeah, that's a risk that people don't necessarily correlate either. Yes. Um, and then the bigger risk is the, the lost opportunity cost yep. around, well, that that person may not be the right person to give you insight as to what is happening across tech in not only the rest of your industry, but other industries. Because looking at how technology plays across multiple industries um, can really give insight in how you can do things differently. Yes. And that's that's a key element. Yep. Um, yep. So how to, I mean, it's a sensitive one, certainly a sensitive topic. I've, I think very so because I think with the way that the world's changing now and the fact that people do feel a bit worried about what's going to happen to jobs in the future, that if they're not doing that, what do they do? That's the big thing. And also, it's a bit of a an ego thing where you don't necessarily want someone else coming in and telling the CEO that, oh, what you've been doing is probably not yeah, yeah. optimal. Yeah. And, that, and then you look like a bit of a doofy. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's not that you look like a doofy, it's just you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's probably the big one is that I don't want to look like a fool and really you won't look like a fool if if done the right way. And I think that's yeah. what we're finding is that if you help them and you go through it, you seek to understand. And then, you know, part of our big drive is how do we discover first? Mm. So, and, and, and with any organization, I think there's a lot of value in just discovering. Yeah. Now, choosing how you implement moving forward, well, that should be a that can be a choice after you discover. Mm. But know what you don't know first. Know what you don't know. Uncover that, that yeah. gap. And and a lot of the time we'll find that the yeah the gap is the technology piece around um, either getting stuck behind, just not knowing quite enough to, to push it along. Yep. Um, and then the whole thing becomes unraveled. And, yep. and, it, and it does. It, it cripples the business in that sense. But mm. what we do find is there's always... Um, the, the key element is retaining the specific IP in the business. I, yep. I sort of stress that. And then, but get rid of the rest. Yeah. Because the rest of the stuff being the, how do I open Outlook? My printer's yep. not working. The actual migration process of getting from on-prem to the cloud and all that sort yep. of stuff. That's not stuff you need to know within your business. You, no. You don't, you don't have to know that. No. And nor should you want to know that. Yeah. Your focus is on your business process, yep. the systems that you're using, um, how those systems can be improved, yep. how can you get better data out of those systems by leveraging the, the rest of the stuff. And that's yep. that's where it's key is know, know what's important to the business. Yeah. Because yeah. technology is critical to the business. Yep. There's no doubt about it. But not every part of technology is critical for you to know in the business definitely uh, i don't know if i've explained that right but that's that's kind of the the thing technology is critical to everything you do in a business there's no doubt we're not you, yep. you can't get away from that fact yeah it is the foundation for everything that's done in a business yes but as a business leader and owner you don't need to know technically how that all works nor no, should definitely. you need nor should you want to unless you're running a tech business yeah what you need to know is what are the parts that are critical from a 
knowledge retention perspective inside the business yeah what are we how does our business use technology yeah and it's interesting because it's just prompted my sort of thought around we talk a lot about the the people the process the technology and what in this case what we're saying with people that are already in an organization that are focused on sort of driving that technology forward or that's their they're the champion is that they can actually get someone like us WinTech, to focus on just the tech part and then we refer to them around how do your people mm. interact with the technology and really yeah. understand that because what we seem to be uncovering is people forget that part a lot of technology companies out there, even a lot of IT managers forget, how do my people interact with my technology? Mm. And then how does that then interact with a process? Yep. And I think that's, yeah, you've summed that up perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, in, it's, it's funny. Because um, all, all business, I think, is revolves around those three things. Mm. People, yeah. process, and technology. Yep. One without the other doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah. Um, all of them singing together yeah. is where that's that's your utopia that's where you want to be yeah absolutely um it's that what i don't know what is that little venn diagram or something it's that bit in the middle where they all intersect yeah yeah that's where you want to be aiming because that's where the gold is yeah for your business yeah you can have great processes yeah but if you've got shit people running the processes your process is going to be rubbish yep you can have exceptional technology yes but if your people aren't engaged with the technology and your process is separate to your technology yep. it's it's irrelevant what does yeah. it matter you can have the fanciest laptops in the world yep. that's not going to add any value to business at all yeah. but the great laptop with someone who can engage in that and use the tools on it effectively yep. and your processes leverage all that well this is where you start to see productivity, see productivity and, and this is where the gains really come from yeah so um, in that it's it's identifying the people in your business who understand and can know your process. Mm. They don't have to know the technology, they don't have to know how to make it work, but it's it's they will know how your processes work. They can then advise and, and educate your team on how to start leveraging those more effectively. Yep. And then the technology underpins it all. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's um that's sort of a key element there. I think, mm. yeah, it's 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 so, a good one. So how do we how do you so we've we've seen it a bit, but how do you get people to relinquish that and and what are some steps we can, I suppose, give the listeners to help them, I suppose, embrace the fact that maybe I need to look outside a little bit, not necessarily change what you've got straight away, because mm. I think that's a bad move. I think some people go, oh, that's it. We need to get rid of John, and John doesn't need to be the IT guy anymore, and we're going to outsource it here. Yep. I think um, if appropriate, then definitely that's mm. something you can look at. But the first thing I think is look outside, find maybe a partner or someone that can help you unpack it a little bit, yeah. go through that people process technology sort of um, landscape yep. and, and get into a doc. Is, is, is that what... Oh, I think of, so. I think yeah. it's, it's critical um, as, as leaders to, to, to understand what you have. You don't need to know it. You, you just need to understand it. Yep. I think that's, that's probably a, a key differentiator. Yep. You, don't know how to, you don't need to know how to deploy Office 365 and, and migrate email, yep. but you need to know what it is yep if, if that makes sense yep so um you need to just understand it so that's probably the first bit is unpacking what you've got and and talk to your team in in that sense and and engage in, and keep those people involved in that process this is not about 
as you said, it's not about replacing anything. It's not about changing anything. It's mm. about getting a baseline. Yeah. You need to know and you need to have baseline. confidence of what what is happening in your business. I can't tell you how many times we've walked in, had these discussions and, and started unpacking and finding these things that mm. just could cripple a business. Like yep. you wouldn't believe. Things yep. like no backups running. Yes. And everyone thought there was a backup running. Yeah. Yep. No one had checked it. Yep. These yep. type of things. And this, if something happened, that was it. Game over. Game over. Yeah. So you need to know as, as a leader, you need to have confidence that these things are happening um, from within your team because there is a there, there's a risk in that in in building that in those um, in that small and mid sized business of having that reliance on someone internally mm. because they're not. It's harder to, to manage them internally if you don't know the technology. Absolutely. And there's no there's no SLAs in place. There's mm. no repercussions yes you can you can fire them but yep a bit late then yeah um so that's an interesting point the slas because that that's something people don't think yeah projects take six months to do when they could take three weeks yeah yeah exactly and and when we talk slas i mean it's not it's not about um i mean yeah there are times where they've got to be right down to the letter and all these sorts of things but we're talking sort of a mid-sized professional services firm Mm. When we talk SLAs, it's about, well, you can, as the business leader, you can have, ultimately, you can have more control over a third party. Definitely. And dictate terms yep. in that sense and dictate what's important to you. Yeah. Um, and if you're working with the right partner, it's not a dictate, it's, it is a partnership. Yeah. It's not about you telling and, and guiding in that sense. Mm. But if you've got someone internally that their best interest is maintaining their job. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't say that with any disrespect. Yeah, no. But they're... But that person's that person's first and foremost interest is in maintaining their role. Yeah. Whereas, as a good technology partner, you should be looking at the best interest is what the client outcome is. Because if the client outcomes are right and the clients are getting what they need, mm. the partner gets what they need, which yep. is a it's a financial transaction in that yep. sense. Yeah. But that's it's not in our best interest to do what's good for us to maintain our jobs. No. Because that would be at the detriment of a client. Yep. Whereas our best interest is in what the best outcomes of the client are. Because if we continue to deliver good outcomes, then the client continues to pay us. Yeah, hundred percent. As soon as we don't do that, we don't get paid. Yep. So our that best interest is in a client. <laughs> yeah. Whereas internally, the best interest is in in the individual. Yeah. Unfortunately, and you see this way too often yeah. as organisations scale and grow. Is that you'll have someone who then. Again, it's about they need to be seen to be in control of that situation. So now they're going to build their own team. Yeah. So now you're spending money on additional people. Mm. Well, do I need to? Should I be? Yeah. Well, that's what I've been told, and that's I'm paying this guy to to know that. Mm. Um, so it is a fine line, but but I think it's it's you've got to keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, but again, in saying that, it's it's perfectly. Um, it's a perfect approach as your organisation grows and gets bigger to have that control internally. Yes. Um, and it's more cost effective as you scale, particularly when you're sort of in those 150, 200, 250 users. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that sense, there, there might be benefit, but a lot of that should be focused on strategy. Definitely. You need to be focused on the strategy at that size yep. and then getting rid of the other crap. Yeah. Because um, it's very it, hard to do both. It is very hard. Very and hard as you come do. back down, you need, you need to be focusing on strategy and the stuff, but you can't afford to put that internally. And yes. You wouldn't. It just makes no financial sense. Yeah. 
So rambled a bit there, but no, um, no, no, that's I think gold and so true. Best interest, just best interest. In. Just think of where the yeah. best interests are. Yeah. So when you when you're looking at your your business and you go right, what is what is the best? What is who's got the best interest in me? And there's no doubt they're employees and they will be looking out for you and yeah, yeah. and doing that and they'll be striving for everything they need to do to deliver that for you. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah, it's you're them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then if you look at a subconsciousness in there, yeah, I look at it from how as as a good business partner in that sense, the interest is in the client. Yeah, and it has to be. Well, it has to be because you'd be out of business. You'd be out of business. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So there is a flip. Yeah. I mean, obviously, our team in here, their interest is in yeah. their role. Yeah. But if they're not delivering for the client, that's well, their role out that's the door their role anyway. Their role. Yeah. So if the client says they're not doing their job, then that changes the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. It's a fine line, but mm. that's that's ultimately And I think the way sometimes just even with that, best interest sometimes is to look is to look at it from a different re- sort of perspective. I think that is best interest. Eyes sometimes. open, like yeah. yeah. You, you need to be. I don't know. You need you need to you need to be open to other perspectives. Yep. yep. In that sense. Yeah. Um, just because it's been done this way all the time doesn't mean it needs to be done that way again. Yep. Um, but it could be. That's yeah, cool. So there's that. And then I think it's about also that, that value proposition around um, are you getting the most value out of that, that individual in there? And that comes back to what, what, do, they know, what do they know the best? Yeah. Get them focused on your Skill. applications. Get them yep. focused on your business process. Yep. Um, systems, internal systems. That's, that's their benefit that they mm. bring to your organization. They know your business they know the processes. They know where the gaps are. They know how yep. to make the systems work better. Yep. They don't need to do all the other no. stuff that goes with it. Definitely not. Um, but done right and in partnership, it, it works works exceptionally well. Yeah. Um, and having that openness and that willingness to to, to look for advice and mm. to, to seek it and seek information, well, then you can learn and grow, that individual will learn and grow regardless. Yeah. Um, and you, that's where the partnership builds. Mm. Yeah. Gold. Yep. Gold. Any uh, any last remarks? I think we've covered a lot of what I wanted to cover. I've written some. I've written a lot of notes. Here what do your notes say? What else um, you got? Well, just I just think it's interesting. What's your insights? The, the definitely definitely what you said around the best interest was something that I, I think is really important. And I think sometimes we we look at things too closely, and it's great to have a a thirty thousand foot viewpoint, and it's great to have someone that. See, for us, we look at different businesses all the time. Mm. So with that, you get a certain perspective on what works and what doesn't work. And I think that's sometimes really hard when you're in your own business. Yeah, yeah. For anybody. You know, I know for us, like we we talk to people externally about marketing because trying to market when you're in it, looking at it Mm. all the time, it's it's just a third-party view. You know what I mean? But but on that, that's, that's, that's interesting you still, and I'm that that person. I still want to know the process. Definitely, and I need no, to understand the process yeah. before I can before I can engage someone to do the process for me. And I yep. don't think that's any different from an IT perspective. No. So when you're in your organisation and you're looking to whether it's outsource or partner or whatever mm. you, whatever you're looking to do, I think it's important you understand the process of how that works. Yep. You don't understand. Don't need to. I don't. I don't know how a Facebook advertising campaign works. Yes. But I know the process of yep. a Facebook advert. So yep. when someone's talking to me, I can 
get an understanding engage. and, and add, yeah, engage and yeah. add more value back to that conversation mm. and feel comfortable that I'm getting... Yep. When I get, oh, again, I could be getting sold up the river, yep. but I, I have a baseline understanding of that just doesn't make sense. Yes. And I can ask questions about that. Yep. I think the same applies from a technology perspective. Mm. Under, seek to understand the process. Yes. Yep. You don't have to understand the, the technology. Yep. And if you can be explained, if the process can be explained to you yes. and you're comfortable in that, then I think that's half the battle. If 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 you can't if the process can't be explained to you or it's in language that you don't understand, yes, then that becomes a challenging that there's a friction point there already. Yep. So yep. if you don't understand, you think it sounds right, but you don't understand, it's never gonna be Yes. You can't input. But if, if it's if you can understand the process that you're gonna get taken through, mm. whether it's a first off engagement or for the first twelve months or for whatever the life cycle of, of a project or yep. A particular project, you can understand the process. You don't need to know the the ins and outs and the technology of it. But if mm. you know that we've got fifteen servers sitting here, and we know that that serve hardware is aging, and you've got that information, you've been you've either found it or seeked it, and you understand that, then you can understand that something needs to happen. Yes. And that when we when it's said that we're going to move this to a cloud environment and we're going to reduce the number of servers and mm. and also you can go, okay, I can understand that process. Yeah. Um, and I can see why, and and then I can start to apply that benefit back to the business as well. Yeah. As as the owner inside there, so yeah, yeah. I think that's critical. In that is understand the parts. Understand the parts. Understand the process. Mm. Don't you don't need to know technically how we're going to configure Office three six five to communicate with your Exchange server yep. and do a mailbox migration and all that. You don't <laughs> you don't need to know. You need to know that at some point, and it's going to be scheduled and communicated that. This batch of users on this week are going to get moved up to Office three six five, and we're going to make sure that we call them and talk through the process. Yeah, that's all. That's yeah. That's it. Hundred percent. But you don't need to know. No. How? No. Yeah. Understand the parts. Understand Goal. the parts. Yeah. That's so. Uh, I think that's. I think that's that's important, um, and it'll help you make decisions as well around. And that just just goes for IT, goes for anything. So any of those sort of engagements. I look mm. at it from if I'm engaging someone to do my financials. Mm bookkeeping or um, we've just engaged a CFO, that type of thing. Yeah. I'm the owner. I obviously, I, I spent quite a bit of time working the books and knowing, not working, that sounds bad, <laughs> um, understanding how the books and the everything works and yeah. the process behind it, I understand how. I don't necessarily know the, the technicalities of GST and yep. tax and all that, and nor do I want to, I want but, to. I, yeah. but I understand the process around yeah. that. So I can... I can have a more meaningful, engaging conversation with someone about that to do that work for me. Yeah. Same goes for marketing, yeah. whatever. I can have that conversation with someone and go, I, know, I feel confident in what you're telling me because I know enough about the process. Yeah, understand the um, parts. That's beautiful. And getting getting clear on that process. So if there's, there's a clear track and how it goes through and how things will happen and why they will happen, um, I don't think there's any reason why you can't be asking why a lot more. Yep. That's a good. That's a great takeaway. Um, I hope you wrote down the three notes because that was three. I'm sure. Um, you have. <laughs> I think we've got four. Four. Um, gold. But I gold. think that's 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 about it, really. I mean, there's always a whole lot that can be done, but mm. I think if you start looking at just that discovery and understanding what you've got, understanding no, look, seek to know what you don't know and get confident. Yeah. Comfort in, in where where you're at. Yeah. Get comfort in where you want to go. Again, it's just a 
it's it's a roadmap and it needs to be because business is fluid. Yeah. Your business is going to chop, chop and change. It's really hard to, to go, it's going to cost you this much in IT for a year. Yeah, there's yep. certain components we can cost out and do that, but yep. it might be growth, it might be reduction, it mm. might be whatever, acquisitions, whatever you're doing. Yep. You need to just make sure you remain flexible mm. um, in that, but understand the process, understand the path. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mate, beautiful. Cool. Thank you. That's a pleasure. Hope everyone enjoyed. It's good no insight, actually. Yeah. Even I got a lot out of this one. Good, good. <laughs> All right. See you next See time, you next guys. Time. Thank you for listening to the Modern Workplace Hacks podcast. Hope you got some value. We'd really love for you to subscribe to the podcast or follow us on YouTube and LinkedIn. Look forward to bringing you some more episodes soon.